You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. Thank you for joining me today on How Can This Happen? Today I'm exploring something that is politics. It's the Assembly in the state of Nevada. The reason I'm exploring it is because we look at all of these mysteries every day and we ask the question, how can this happen? But then we walk away and we say to ourselves, self, is there anything that I can do about it? No, is the answer. You can't do anything about it. It's just the way it is. I'm tired of that because I have come up with a solution that you may find interesting. I don't think you'll like it, but you'll find it interesting. So, Thank you for joining me today on How Can This Happen? We are exploring the Nevada State Assembly. The Nevada State Assembly only meets every other year. And ever since I've lived here, I always wondered why. Why do we only meet every other year? That's because this business of the state is not very important. Because we only need to address it every other year. What do we do with the year that's in between? I have no idea. So, this session, a bill came before the assembly, bill number 525, and it was brought to the attention that there was a last-minute amendment to the bill. The amendment allowed for a nonprofit organization called ARC to be appropriated $250,000. It was brought forth by an assemblywoman named Michelle Gorlow. So she brought the amendment, they put it in the bill, and the bill passed. So a month later, in July, on LinkedIn, Michelle posted the fact that she was all excited to be joining ARC, the beneficiary of the $250,000 of taxpayer money, that she was joining the organization as the new executive director. Would you call that quid pro quo? No. No, I wouldn't. I'll tell you what I would call it, though. If I could go to the Nevada Assembly and create a good-paying job for myself, I think I'd consider it. Considering the fact that Nevada state legislators don't make that much money, and the reason they don't is they only work one year out of two. Well, I'm thinking there's something to this. There may be something to the fact that if you only have to work in the legislative session once every other year, what do you do in the year that you're off? For most people, they're employed. But this woman was smarter than most people. She came in and obviously didn't have a job, so she created one. At the beneficiary of the taxpayers in the state of Nevada. Aren't we nice people? We gave her a job. The interesting thing, though, and I do want to point this out, is I wanted to do some research on ARC. Maybe it was of value. 
And I think that nonprofits are very valuable, except that, in my opinion, I think that we're getting over our skis when it comes to nonprofit organizations. I think a lot of them are created for the beneficiary to benefit, pardon me. They're created to benefit the people who run them. They don't do anything for the public. It's unfortunate because nonprofits need to be for the benefit of people who are in need. So I looked up the nonprofit organization called ARC, and there was a statement of about us. And I do want to read it to you because how can this happen? The Ark of Nevada was created to help ignite the passion and energy of people with disabilities and their families to self-advocate in an effort to promote the well-being and general welfare of people with developmental and related disabilities. Together, we build a support network of people and organizations to promote people with diverse abilities. Now, if you understand that, I'd appreciate a comment explaining it to me. Go on my show and tell me what it means. I have no idea what I just said to you. That was on the website. And on the website, there's eight to ten directors that work for the organization. Okay, maybe. But I think children with disabilities are going to struggle to self-advocate. It's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. So we see this every day with the people that go to Washington to represent us, not only on the state level, but in Washington, D.C. Why do I say that? Because there's a story from 2014 of a senator named Coburn, Tom Coburn. He was one of the mavericks of the Senate, he decided that he wanted to not just give simple lip service to wasteful government spending. And this story about the Assemblywoman is about wasteful spending. We don't need to be giving nonprofits money. Nonprofits are designed to raise money. Why the government is giving to them, I don't know. Maybe this story will help explain that. That's why we are exploring how can this happen. So Tom Coburn decides to make a book every year detailing 100 examples. It's called The Waste Book. You can go online and look it up yourself. Detailing a hundred examples of what he describes as stupid spending, totaling almost $25 billion. Well, that was in 2014. Can you imagine how many billions it is now? Okay, 
here's some of the examples that are listed in the waste book of the hundred. These are just a couple. Watching grass grow, $10,000. The Interior Department's U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is spending $10,000 to watch how fast grass grows in the state of Florida. That must have been fascinating. I wonder if there was somebody painting a wall behind the grass. A group of rabbits received daily rubdowns from a mechanical device that stimulates the long flowing strokes used in Swedish massages. The National Center for Complementary and Alternative Medicine of the National Institute of Health, quote unquote, provided 387000 for the two-year project, which ended in April of 2014. So I think the rabbits feel better. Do you? In this study, funded with 856000 the National Science Foundation grant three captive mountain lions were taught to use a treadmill. It took eight months of training before the cats were comfortable on the treadmill. My, my, my. They were comfortable. I wonder how much 386000 went to contribute to the comfort of the, of the mountain lions. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was more for the comfort of the guys training the mountain lions. I know, you're telling me this is crazy. This didn't happen. It did happen. The question is, how can this happen? Because you have lawmakers in D.C. that are doing this every day. But in deference to them, I will give them credit for one thing. The minute you're elected to Congress, you start running again. Congressmen and women in the U.S. Congress have to run for re-election every two years. Can you imagine? Your job is to run for re-election. So what do you do? You raise money for your campaign. And the pork that you see on these bills and these donations to, and I call them donations, the money that is spent by the U.S. government are donations to return the favor to the assemblyman or the senator that gives the favor. It's all about favors, and it's all about pork. We know that that's true because this has been going on since the beginning. So, people who donate to lawmakers get what they want. Why do you think the lawmaker is in office every time? Why do you think they run for office over and over and over again? Do you think they give money to these lawmakers because they like them? No. 
They give money to lawmakers because they like what they get for it in return. That's why, as citizens, we don't get what we need. We are the hard-working, tax-paying, honest citizen that is supplying the cash with our taxes. So what can we do about it? There is one thing we could do about it. Why do we keep voting the same people in? Because we allow the people who have the money to influence it win. If you were to take everyone who votes in an election, let's just say one election year, every one of those voters went to the polls and voted for whoever was not in office, whoever wasn't an incumbent, whoever was the outsider, then you would turn over the entire Congress, meaning the House of Representatives and the Senate, If you voted for the person who was not in office and you did that every time you voted, what it's called is OTO, one term only. If you go and vote for the guy who's not in office right now, you would end up with an entire Congress and Senate that aren't in office now. That's what we call change. You need to make some changes because this kind of waste and pork and this ridiculous spending, even to the level of the state of Nevada, is insane. Why are we doing this over and over and over again, thinking that we're getting a different result? The reason we are is because we think that if we vote the same person in, we will get what we want. Guess what? We're not getting anything that we want. The people who are getting what they want are the people who are donating, the people who are telling them what legislation they're going to pass. Here's an example. Okay. There was a situation where the Congress decided that they wanted to look at whether or not to impeach the President of the United States. Well, they didn't think that what he did amounted to an impeachable offense. But there were people that disagreed with him. Now, how do you think the influence went to the point that they impeached him? Because they impeached the president twice. Okay. And I don't care who he is. That's not the point. The point is, why was there enough influence to 
Make that happen. The influence is the money. Follow the money. And it also is the fact that the people that are still there, they're there today because we have left them there. We haven't changed them. They are the people who made the decision rather than get unelected, they were going to do what the money told them to do. The money told them to impeach him, so they did. Why are we allowing this to happen? We do have a say, but we have to vote. If we want to change it, we don't have to change it. You can leave it just like it is. But to me, change is progress. And maybe it's time we stopped saying that it's not our fault. Well, it's not my fault this is going on. It is your fault. Go vote. Make the change happen. We can change anything. We're America. And also don't forget that when it's time for you to speak your truth, speak up. Say what's on your mind. Tell people what you think. Don't be afraid to say, oh, I like that guy. Why should you be afraid? Don't you have the right to like any guy you want to like? Like him. Stand up for him. Stop hiding in the weeds because you think you're going to be criticized. Because I can tell you for a fact, you're going to be criticized whatever you do. It's just human nature. That's who people are. Also, I want to make a point about one term only. Give it back to the people. When we only have a lawmaker in office for one term, they can't raise, sit around raising money every other day of the week instead of doing what they are sent there to do. If they know automatically they're going to get voted out, they're not going to be beholding to some lobby group. They're not going to be beholding to somebody telling them, I'm going to pay your way. And if you don't do what I say, I'm going to cut you off. End it. We can end it. Don't tell me that you're going to do term limits. What we need to do are age limits. Limit the age. My God. Why do you want to run for office when you're 93 years old? Why? You guys tell me. Money? It's got to be. What else is there? Power? Wake up. Let people know that this can happen, but you're not going to stand by and let it happen. So I want you to go to the comments section and tell me that I'm full of it. All I need to know is what you think. Because I'm telling you that this is what I think. That doesn't mean I'm right. There's two sides to every story, and somewhere in the middle is the truth. And I'm seeking the truth.
So be a part of this. Let me know what you think. Comment, like, hate. Give me whatever you've got. I'm here. Because I want you to know I appreciate that you're here to listen to how can this happen. And until next time, keep this in mind. Somewhere between right and left is the truth. It's somewhere in the middle. And we can find it together. Thank you for joining me today.